Yes, it's Friday again, and this is Anthony Day with the last episode of the Sustainable Futures podcast for 2014. It's Friday and it's Boxing Day. Welcome to cold turkey and flat champagne. I won't keep you long. I thought we'd have a different tune today. Yes, this is from an album called A Whole Lot of Santa from Lee Harris and the Tiana Trumpets. You recognise the tune? Yes, it's green sleeves. Green sleeves. Oh, well, as Frankie Howard used to say, please yourself. Cold turkey and big data. I've been to a number of events this year where people have been talking about big data. The movement towards smart cities is talking about big data. So what is it? Well, more and more organisations are collecting data. Data on healthcare, employment, education, transport, policing, social care, sports and leisure. Data from the utilities on gas, electricity and water. All the data the supermarkets collect every time you use your loyalty card. All the data that all sorts of people collect every time you go online. And I didn't mention GCHQ. Don't mention GCHQ. Of course, there are always data protection issues, but theoretically, if we put all the data in one place, we would have an amazing tool for managing society efficiently. Unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be happening in Australia. This is a letter recently sent to a government department. I've cleaned it up in case you're listening to this before 9pm. Dear Mr Minister, I'm in the process of renewing my passport and still cannot believe this. How is it that Kmart has my address and telephone number and knows that I bought a television set and golf clubs and condoms from them back in 1997 and yet the federal government is still asking me where I was born and on what date. For Christ's sakes, do you guys do this by hand? My birth date you have in my Medicare information, and it is on all the income tax forms I've filed for the past 40 years. It is also on my driver's license, on the last eight passports I've ever had, on all those stupid customs declarations forms I've had to fill out before being allowed off the planes over the past 30 years. It's also on all those insufferable census forms that I've filled in every five years since 1966. Also, would somebody please take note once and for all that my mother's name is Audrey, my father's name is Jack, and I'd be absolutely bloody astounded if that ever changed between now and when I drop dead. What do you people do with all this information we keep having to provide? I apologise, Mr Minister, but I'm really annoyed this morning. Between you and me, I've had enough of all this BS. You send the application to my house, then you ask me for my bloody address. What the hell is going on with your mob? Have you got a gang of mindless Neanderthals working there? And another thing, look at my damn picture. Do I look like Bin Laden? I can't even grow a beard, for God's sakes. I just want to go to New Zealand and see my new granddaughter. Yes, my son interbred with a Kiwi girl. 
And would someone please tell me, why would you give a toss whether or not I plan on visiting a farm in the next 15 days? In the unlikely event I ever got the urge to do something weird to a sheep or a horse, believe you me, I'd sure as hell not want to tell anyone. Well, I have to go now because I have to go to the other side of Sydney and get another bloody copy of my birth certificate and depart with another $80 for the privilege of accessing my own information. Would it be so complicated to have all the services in the same spot to assist in the issuance of a new passport on the same day? Now, that'd be too bloody easy and makes far too much sense. You'd prefer... You'd much prefer to have us running all over the bloody place like chickens with our heads cut off and then having to find some high society so-and-so to confirm that it's really me in the goddamn photo. You know the photo? The one where we're not allowed to smile, you bloody morons. Signed, an irate Australian citizen. P.S. Remember what I said about the picture and getting somebody in high society to confirm that it's me? Well, my family has been in this country since before 1820. In 1856, one of my forefathers took up arms with Peter Lalor. You do remember the Eureka Stockade. I've also served in both the Citizens Military Force and Regular Army for something over 30 years. I went to Vietnam in 1967 and still have high security clearances. I'm also a personal friend of the President of the Returned and Serving League, Lieutenant General Peter Cosgrove sends me a Christmas card each year. However, your rules require that I have to get someone important to verify who I am. You know, someone like my doctor, who was born and raised in bloody Pakistan, a country where they either assassinate or hang their ex-Prime Ministers and are suspended from the Commonwealth and the United Nations for not having the right sort of government. You are all pen-pushing, paper-shuffling, bloody idiots. Some scope for improvement there, I think. Next time, I'll get back to basics. Next time will be the 2nd of January. So see you next year. And keep it green. This is Anthony Day. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Sustainable Futures podcast. Till next time.